Hi, you guys. Welcome to Ghosted Stories. Hello. I'm Chelsea. And I'm Erin. And joining us today is the incomparable writer, comedian, and just all-around light of our lives, <laughs> Babe Parker. Hello. Yay. Yay. Welcome, babe. Um, how's everyone doing today? Feeling great. I suddenly feel a little like like uh, like sneezy. Like suddenly I got kind of like allergy. Are my eyes like puffy? They are a little bit. Right? What's going on? Uh, you allergies, you I think. Seasonal allergies. Ugh, I mean, it is the is time, it a season it? of allergies? I thought it's always a season of allergies yeah, once you get right. to a certain age. I feel like I I like I sound like nosy. Fall and spring. That'll do it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, fall. I guess it's true. It is still kind of like a change in season. Mm-hmm. Well, this has been riveting. That's <laughs> thanks for joining us. This is a, on you know, allergy once you get story. Over 30, I feel like most of my girlfriends when we get together we're like, what's this ailment that I have? Like I sneezed <laughs> yeah. too many times last night. Like it's just body stuff and reassuring each other we don't have cancer. Right. right. No, that's that's the game that you play. It's right. am I dying? Is, yeah. <laughs> is this cancer? Yeah. Oh my I was when we went over to my friend's house the other day because she just had the most beautiful baby. Um and we were visiting it and then gonna watch a documentary about a murder. As you do, as you do, and um, and my friend just started yelling that she was uh, terrified that she had ovarian cancer because she just kept screaming, "It's a silent killer." (laughs) (laughs) She's not wrong. She's not wrong. wrong. I mean, that's the thing. But she's like, "But it's a silent killer. I would never know." And I'm like, "I guess not." But also, like, that's not something I'm. I want to think about right now. Right. Right. I want to find out if Foxy Nancy did it. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a. It's like a. It's like a vibe killer. Um, so good thing I brought that into this conversation yeah, no, as well. I'm, I was hoping you would. <laughs> so, Aaron, let's do some topical shit. I heard that you have some topical shit this week. Well, I'm a woman of many talents. Like, yes. it, extraordinary. Some people call me when I prompt them. So I... Um, one of them is being a matchmaker, and yes. I get very high on my That's horse true. about my matchmaking skills. As I you have should. three people who have been married, although marriage is wow. not nec- necessarily means that it's a successful relationship, but it's like you know, it's something so to it's point a benchmark. To. It's, it's a something. societal benchmark by human yeah. standards. You 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 made them you you caused them to have like a major life decision. Yeah, like a major oh, yeah. that changed their lives forever. It's not on you if it didn't work out. Like you got them to think. Oh, of that's what, what I. I'm like, and I hear you you. Talk them up to each other, and then I'm like, and now go. Yeah, like I'm d- now I'm done. <laughs> oh God, that's so amazing. Yeah, so I'm pretty proud of myself. Anyway, so I did a Where's little. Where's my dude, Aaron? Listen, yeah. it comes when it comes, <laughs> but I I will find somebody. I I'm you know I'm always on the lookout. Okay, thank but you. it has to be right. Like I don't want to mess up my stats. Right. So um, anyway, so I match made um two people, who I I think are both very lovely people, and I'm very excited about what might happen. They live in different cities, though. Oh, how far away? Uh, Boston. One and of them lives in New York. One of them lives in Boston. Got it. Not too bad. So not, you know, I, I was like a relationship can flourish here. And uh, anyway, so she, within the, sort of the first week, like went to visit him for the weekend because they were like, let's just do this. Let's figure mm-hmm. out if it's happening or not, which I love. Yeah, go for it. Because I'm like, what's, you, you don't need a pen pal. YOLO. But she was texting me and she was like, oh, but is it slutty if I sleep with him? Uh-huh. And I was like, no, obviously not. I don't think so. But I feel like I and have. this is again, wait, this is the first time they would have been hanging out? Yeah. Okay. And he was, sta- and, and she was staying at his place, but he offered to sleep on the couch and all this stuff. And it's like, obviously there's no, uh, th- there is a little bit of expectation, but like if she didn't want to, she didn't want to. Right. And I feel like, you know, but it just really surprised me that she was worried about that. Cause yeah. it's also yeah. like, yeah. if you, if you want to, then do it. And if you don't, then don't. But I think that is still a, is yeah, a big a good con- question. concern that yeah. a lot of women have. And I think, especially living in New York, maybe in some ways we have a skewed um, perspective on that topic. Uh, but yeah, like what makes you a slut? I've always maintained. And I feel like we had a little, sorry to like break the, um, fourth wall magic everyone listening at home but we had pre-recorded some episodes and then we kind of had a gap and now we're kind of back into recording some more episodes so I can't actually remember I feel like we might have touched on this slightly before so I apologize if I'm repeating myself but I always maintain that it doesn't matter when well number one this is maybe I guess twofold in terms of it working out it doesn't matter when you sleep with somebody I think like you can sleep with someone on the first date and it can work out 
you it's not going to screw it up. It's not going to make him not like you if it was meant to be something real. It might make it a two-month fling instead of a six-month fling, but it's not going to make it a two-month fling instead of a marriage. Like, if it was a marriage, right. it's going to be a marriage no matter what. So we shouldn't worry about that when we're considering sleeping with people. And and then other than that, what are we concerned about? Like, isn't it just whether or not it'll work out? Like, because really people are going to call you a slut if they want to. Right. In terms of other people's perception. Absolutely. Yeah. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah. Well, okay. So I... Uh, I was saying this earlier that I, um, to you guys privately before the podcast, yes. I, I was an organizer for something called Slut Walk NYC, um, which was in 2011. Mm-hmm. And since then... And just for people who don't know. Oh, okay. So Slut Walk was a... Uh, it's been a series of rallies that have uh, been like all over the country, all over the world that spurred from an incident in uh, Toronto in 2011 where a, a police officer actually told sexual assault victims that they wouldn't be assaulted if they just... Uh, wouldn't if they didn't dress like sluts oh, like that's like pretty much a direct quote which is insane that happened like in this century <laughs> yeah, or like, like this five decade minutes. and people like, still say that mm-hmm, right. so because of that one statement it spurred all these rallies where basically women were getting together and they called it slut walk which was a, a did a, amber rose found it or did no, she just become a spokeswoman i was for just it? about to say that so in the last year or two amber rose has taken it under her own uh She's just taken it under she's, her wing. She's putting her name on it. So yeah. now it's Amber Rose Slut Walk, which is just like, you know, more power to her. I think it's just kind of like it does sort of take away from the movement a little bit because it's like, well, it's actually not about one woman. It's about right. all of us. But hey, whatever. Um, I, I think in a way she definitely made it more mainstream than sure. it ever would have been. Because yeah, she's I, I very famous. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so that's great. That's great. And I think the whole idea was that it was supposed to be inclusive. It's like sure. whatever Slut Walk means to you, like. Come right. on, come on over and march with us. And there were women who were uh, sexual assault uh, victims and women who've just been slut shamed, and they were sort of there to be like, "Don't call me a slut." So I think that because of um, that experience and a lot of work that I've done, I'm very anti just the word slut in general. I just right. feel like it's born out of a really negative, like shameful place. And so when women say like, "Am I slutty?" I just feel like, no. You're, you know, you're not, you're not like, I feel like you can, you can examine your, 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 um, decisions and your, like your thought process and you don't have to shame yourself because of it. You know, it doesn't have to be a puritanical reason why Mm -hmm. you don't sleep with someone. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, and so that's why I'm kind of of two minds about it because I feel like on one hand, I do feel like, especially people living in New York, that having sex can kind of like bring you to the finish line sooner where you're kind of like, let's figure this out. Like, yes. Like, are we compatible? Like let's have sex. Absolutely. And figure, let's know? just, exactly. Get it, get, put everything on the table. Yeah. Like it kind of just, and I think things move so fast in the city that it kind of makes sense that people would have sex early on. Right. I will say though, that I do think that sex can cloud your vision. Mm-hmm. So sure. I, I feel That's like sometimes point. you can become attached to someone. It's a very good point that you wouldn't, necessarily want to be attached to because like it or not like our biology is that we do become attached through sex oxytocin look it up yeah (laughs) it's real google it it. um yeah so i just think that stuff is i just think it's it's an individual choice and i definitely think that like being slutty isn't even part of it like do what makes you happy if yeah. you are safe and if the other person That's is safe my emotionally and physically. Because when I, because, you know, I've had girlfriends ask me, uh, I think probably all of my single girlfriends at some stage had asked me, like, if they were slutty. And I'm like, I think that the questions you need to ask yourself with a sexual encounter where you're like, am I doing this because I'm fulfilling someone's else I idea of what I should do. Yeah. So am I having sex with this guy or girl because I, um, I'm generally like want to get my sock, get my rocks off. Uh, He's somebody that I would be interested in doing that with, or am I doing it as a means to try to entrap them into something? Right. Which is like, so if if that's a question, then you need to be like, "Uh, maybe not. Oh yeah. And the other thing is, I wish people could be that self, that introspective. Yeah. Yeah. Am I using power as a weapon? (laughs) Let me examine that. That's a huge part of it. Like some people are incapable or unwilling. I mean, right. Yeah. So if you watch girlfriends do that, where you're like, they're sort of sleeping with somebody because they sort of want, you know, there's control. An, uh, like a control or there's like a power thing or like, if I do this, then they'll owe me this. Or I think if you're doing it to hurt somebody else or, right. or to please them. Cause to I also think them, that, yeah, and I think if I, if I had to look at a lot of girls who, you know, people have called slutty, I think a lot of them 
you know, a lot of people who sleep around, they're looking for approval, you yeah. know, mm-hmm. they're, so that's not good either. And like, so it's like, it, it's sometimes it is, you're trying to use it as a weapon. And sometimes it's like, you're letting someone else use it as a weapon against you. Yes. Oh, right. So you have to be aware of that. You know? Calls from him coming from inside the house. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. Tough. Yes. I like that. So, I mean, that I think that's my thing. And so when, you know, I have girlfriends who are asking me like, do you think I'm slutty or do you think I should or shouldn't? I'm like, well, like, let's do the little questionnaire and maybe it's also asking the question itself and but that sounds i don't mean that to sound like shaming of people who would ask that because i'm sure i've asked that in my life oh, no, we all have but it's you know what no I mean? no shame yeah. no shaming no, no shame sort of like, in shaming yourself what is because ma- we've been taught to shame ourselves well a thousand percent but it's like what is making us ask that question right. i guess is my question why 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 are we even asking a question it's just because the societal norms have been constructed so i think it's you want somebody to say no right like you think it Right. But are we thinking it because of societal norms and because we we wonder what people are thinking of us? Or is it because we're actually feeling, is it actually a subconscious, like, I feel like I'm doing... Are you? Are we subconsciously actually asking because we feel like we're sleeping with someone for the wrong reason or sleeping with more people than we're emotionally capable of sleeping with? Mm -hmm. Is it that deep? I think it's good, yes. I think it's good to have, like, a constitution for yourself. And it doesn't have to be the same constitution for someone else. But, like, you should follow your own rules in a way. Yeah. Kind of like, what works for me? And, of course, yeah. you figure that out through making mistakes. Yeah. Right. But, um, yeah, I just think that, like, you know, sometimes, you know, ha- I, something you said just reminded me of that. But Yeah. Totally. I, oh, oh, you know what it was? It was, um, do you know the, the millionaire matchmaker, Patty? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Of course. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I feel like people have, like, mixed feelings about her, but, like, I actually agree with a lot of things she says, and um, at least in terms of dating, not about, like, other things, but sure. she, she definitely says, you know, this idea of, like, don't sleep with someone on, don't, don't sleep with someone until you're exclusive, and I think that, you know, and that could mean, like, a week, like, or I don't know, mm-hmm. like, yeah. I, like, you're the only one that I want to be having sex with, Yeah, and there is something kind of nice about that, it's kind of, it just clarifies it kind of just gets, I don't know. It just makes you feel more organized or something like that. You know what I mean? It's right. not, yeah. it's not an issue of like, if you don't, you're, there's something wrong with you, but I just like that. I yeah. like that idea. Sure. Yeah. I think I'd be nervous to be exclusive with someone though until I'd slept with them. Would be you can always thing. become unexclusive with somebody. Right. True. I think that's the whole thing is that you. That's a good point. I see what you're saying. But that, but that you got to know each other enough where you're mm-hmm. like, yeah, I like you. Like, I like hanging out with you. Right. I'm not, I'm not um, intoxicated with oxytocin right now. <laughs> and I still want to hang out with you. My best yeah. friend's calling me right now. Should I just say I'm doing a podcast? Sure. Here, I'm going to put on speaker. Ask her hey, Linz, Um, we're doing a podcast right now. So you're on speaker. So unfortunately, I can't talk. But if you have anything to say about <laughs> sluts, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Anything you want to say about oh, sluts for the podcast? No, I, don't get me started. I have to go finish getting my kids to bed then. <laughs> <laughs> you can talk about your stuff. What's going on? <laughs> All right. I'll call you tomorrow. Okay. I love bye. you. You're the best. Bye. Bye. All right. That was Lindsay, ladies and gentlemen. Best friend from growing up. Okay. Um, okay. So this is good. So everyone just be a slut if you want to. Well, I will say that while I don't have an issue with, I mean, you can do whatever you want with your body or whatever, but I will say that there are people who are kind of like socially slutty, <laughs> like, <laughs> like emotionally slutty, like people who I don't eat, like, you know how, um, like people who just want approval. Mm. Yeah. Like that kind of bothers me a little bit mm-hmm. and not just in terms of sex, but like in terms of just like someone who they would, they would kind of, I don't know, like, they, they just want approval so bad that, like, they don't have any integrity. Like, it just, yeah. it's not even that I judge them. It's, like, those people just worry me. Yes. So it's almost like the whole idea of slut, I, like, I just extrapolate it into, like, a bigger concept. Other, exactly. Not just, like, yeah. just giving Exclusively yourself away. sex. Yeah, yeah exactly. Just yeah. people who, you know, you just, you just want to have standards. And you want yes. people that you love to have standards. That's a really good way to frame it. And, like, the baseline, it just comes down to, like... I guess maybe character and integrity on yeah. a larger level of just like doing right by yourself. And right. Doing, and that's why I was talking about I mean, the constitution you know. of just yeah. trying to figure out like how exactly. you work and then stick to it. Cause if you do that, then you'd actually don't have to ask everybody like, am I a slut? Did exactly. I do the right thing? Because you can just check back with yourself and be like, well, am I doing what I said that works for me? And what I feel comfortable right. with. Yeah. yeah. And do I need to adjust that? Okay. I will. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I, I think we, I think we also just look to society so much for yeah. approval. It's like very unhealthy. And yeah. We've been taught to do that. It's not definitely our fault, right. you know, yeah. I feel like we grew up in a slut shaming culture. We did. And hopefully also, the tides will turn. Yeah. Something that I found difficult was when I was in like my early twenties is I felt like everybody else was 
sleeping around and especially it was like I'm old so it was like sex in the city although that was but like you know that sort of a thing where it was like you're supposed to have like this wild time and I could not emotionally handle that at all and I feel like I was lying to myself to be like oh no this is fine this is fine when finally I woke up one day and I was like oh you can't sleep around yeah sorry Aunt Kathy for listening to this but like I couldn't so I had to um so I had to adjust were there other people who can yeah. handle that and they're perfectly happy and they continue on I would be like a mess yeah. See, I feel like I had the opposite experience where I didn't lose my virginity until I was 25 and it was because I was never necessarily like big on wait till you're married but I was like I wanted the first time to uh, definitely be when I was in love and I never was in a serious relationship with someone I was really like I care about you like we end up saying I love you to each other until I was 25 years old. And so to me, though, that felt like the perfect time for me. And I think I was always very mature, very mature in a lot of ways. But I think in that way, like sexually and emotionally in that sort of way, and like, I think that was the perfect time for me. And I wasn't stressed about it. And it didn't feel like, can I just hurry up and give it away? Like, I actually can't imagine having had sex in like college mm-hmm. yeah having sex in high school is like i can't even process that and i'm not saying in a way of like i can't believe people i'm just saying for me right emotionally no. at that time i can't imagine being that age and having done that so i think and then i had the opposite experience where then i did that and then i kind of like was just like here and there like a couple different people throughout like a few years and then it wasn't only until like the past two or three years when my last long-term relationship ended that i've really been like kind of dating around and sleeping around if you will and like being like having some people casually in my life and it's like working yeah yeah but I don't think I could have done that 10 years ago right yeah when I think more people like I feel like I'm almost living it backwards Mm-hmm. Right. You know what I mean? Like doing that as a 34, 34 guys. I just turned 34. But I think that I'm makes sense soon. because <laughs> then when you're older, it's like you can actually do those things more consciously. Mm-hmm. And I think you're just more aware of how old you are. Like the problem with being a teenager is that you feel like I'm an adult. Yeah. Like you felt, you felt like it at the time, but then looking back, you're like, I was a baby. Right. You know what I mean? Yes. It's a baby. You're just like, yeah, you're just like, you have no idea. And actually, in your 20s, you're still a baby, too. It's oh, true. Yeah. I think back, I'm like, how do they let people drive at 16? Oh, my oh, God. I, I saw a 16-year-old now, I'd be like, do we have to swaddle him? Like, I don't want crazy. kids to drive at 18. Like, the driving age should be, like, 37. Like, I don't <laughs> no, even, you shouldn't drive. crazy. I don't <laughs> drive. I don't drive either. I'm terrified of driving. I, mean, I, I have a license. Driving. I hate driving. Me, too. I could I drive. It. I have a license. I hate it. I've always hated it. It's one of the things I love about living in New York. Yeah. I like in summation. Have sex whenever you want. But driving? But drive? Think about it. Think about it. <laughs> that shit is not safe. All right, guys. Let's stay safe when you have sex, though. Yeah, stay safe. Sex and driving. Don't have sex <laughs> while driving. Um, oh, no. That's... But you could no drive roadhead, while please. having oh, sex. Gosh. That's the same thing. You could drive while having... No, I don't know. I no, don't mix. Don't do anything. No. no, don't mix sex and driving. Mm-hmm. God, no. That sounds horrible. I know. I think Roadhead people is probably cr- do it. Crazy thing, it's so right? crazy. It doesn't I, make any sense. I don't. If any of you have done that, I don't even believe you. It I think it's like a fucking sense. myth. If you do, you just can't do it completely. No. Like you probably do it for like like forty seconds, and right. then it's like, and then like enough. Just too. It's hard. It's just. Hard. It sounds annoying for everyone. It's like me. It's like drunk driving because they're so distracted. I mean, right. Right? right? I would be. Yeah. If it was reversed. Oh, yeah. And kind of like for the person who's performing it, it's like, I want you to like focus like on right. this. You know what I mean? Like I would be offended that you're driving right. while I'm doing like it. <laughs> you know? Like pull over and enjoy this exactly. experience. Pull the but it's fuck like over. having sex in the shower that it, like the movies make it seem so great. And then oh. you're doing it. I'm like, I have soap in my eye. <laughs> Where are you? I'm cold. <laughs> I'm cold. I'm I want to be in the water. Yeah. Why are you in the stream yeah. of the water? Yeah, no, that does not work. I feel like I've been in... Um, like fancy houses where I'm like, oh, like this shower is supposed to be like a sex shower. I don't know. Have you ever been? In oh, a, sure. Totally. You know, like rich it's people. like ledges and stuff. Exactly. They have like chairs <laughs> and they have like two, they have like two, um, fa- you know, what's it called? The faucets, faucets you know? And uh, so I'm like, oh yeah, they're supposed to, it's a, couple, it's a couple shower, but yeah. I still don't think it works. I don't want to. No. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, can Overrated. we get a bed in here? How about yeah. we just don't be in the shower? <laughs> <laughs> just like, do it. How about we just get like a sprinkler installed in the bedroom? <laughs> Exactly. Like, let's yeah. work something out. Put a oh, I like water that bed. idea. Like a waterproof bedroom. <laughs> a water bed? Yeah. Like a slip and slide? Yeah, slip yeah, sounds awesome. Do you guys remember Crocodile Mile? That oh, was yes. the shit because yes. it had, you hit the bump and take a dive. It's oh, it's so good. 
Um, so babe, yes. Before we get into your ghosted story, <laughs> yeah. The next, the rest of the podcast is just a series of. But before we get into your ghosted story, um, we <laughs> that's great. We want to know because Erin always wants to know when she listens to podcasts what people look like. I do. So I always say who would play you in the life story of Babe Parker. Oh my goodness! So that the audience at home, like who do I, I want to, or like who do who, I think do that the producers like? would pick? Who do the, what the producers <laughs> pick? Who do you look like? I'm trying to think about it too. Um, Sorry, we didn't pre-produce you on this. I don't know. Um, oh gosh, I mean, who do I? I I get. Do you like, get. Yeah. You look like an Olsen twin. Oh, oh thank I you. I love the That's family. That's funny because I look. I, I used to that. look like the Olsen twins when I was young, and we're about the same age, so people yeah. would tell me that I look like them. I can totally see that. Uh, yeah, I do, that, I do yeah. love them. I Absolutely. do. I am kind of a Michelle. I, like, I'd like to be a Kimmy Goodler, but I'm definitely a Michelle. Yeah, <laughs> You're, yeah um, she was the worst. Michelle? Yeah. Okay. We're going to do Sidetrack Nation real quick. Oh, have you I ever was read? annoyed by Michelle. <laughs> what? I was annoyed by Michelle when I was little. Somebody, some genius and gift from Baby Jesus did a blog where he, I think, I'm pretty sure it was him. Rewatched every episode of Full House and like did a commentary of it, like a blog post of everyone. And it was basically he just like ripped apart Michelle, like that she was an absolute monster. <laughs> He's oh you I I wish I remembered what it was called, oh but God, it is my this. my favorite thing I've ever read. I'd love to read it. It is so good. It is so funny and yeah, it's just one of those things that like takes well, apart something from your childhood that you're like I thought this was normal and really i'm watching this sociopath terrorize her family <laughs> I mean, <laughs> anyway you I, look like her <laughs> no i mean i think that is i mean i am also i'm a youngest uh, of three of three girls in my oh, own family so that's the other reason oh, why wow. there's that implication so as as the youngest i do feel like the youngest is in my opinion villainized that we that they are oh, seen okay, as kind of okay. like the diva or All whatever right. We're so, both oldest, so we think that's bullshit. Yeah, well, so no, it's all I, coming out. I just <laughs> want to say, and I said this because you said that you identified as a DJ, and yes. I just want you to know that I, as a Michelle, always respected DJ Aww. so much. I always felt like, oh my god, yeah, I want to be like DJ. I mean, DJ was so cool. She like had the boy girl party, and she was like so pretty, and she had like the awesome boyfriend, and she like had an eating mm-hmm. disorder, and she got through it. She got through it. She, she through, passed she's, out. She's on so that. strong and so smart. Treadmill, and she got through it. Okay, babe, so let's get into your ghosted story. But first, before we get into some of your various tales, you have some controversial opinions about ghosting. I do. So tell me about this. Okay, so um, I guess I would consider myself a... I'm, I'm somewhat pro-ghosting, which I feel like <laughs> is definitely controversial it's a, hot take. it's a hot take it's radical because here's here's my thing I don't have a traditional ghosting story in my life but I feel like I have I, I guess I have some ideas about what ghosting can represent in your life okay. uh, as far as <clears throat> there's this idea that um rejection is direction I don't know if you've heard <laughs> that before or rejection is God's direction depending on your faith um and so there's this idea that if you are rejected whether it's from like a person or a job or whatever um you're being spared you're being saved it was like the plan all along exactly there's this idea that you know rejection is direction um and I definitely I definitely I I like to think about that because I have, of course, we've all experienced direction. I mean, rejection, obviously, <laughs> and, 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 and redirection. And, and, and redirection. <laughs> but uh, I feel like this is an episode of Schoolhouse Rock or something. <laughs> yeah. that's, redirection. That's something you're going to realize about direction. me. It's, it always <laughs> comes back to like Sesame Street or, you know, Schoolhouse What's your Rock. section? <laughs> that's pretty much me. <laughs> so, yeah. And, uh, and I guess I, a lot of it just comes from um like the, I I feel like every relationship I've ever had has been the opposite of ghosting where people are a little oh, bit too obsessive and just like want to even after the relationships end it's kind of just like this non-stop sort of cycle of drama and fighting and I just no. I, I don't like that so to me I'm like ghosting if I had to compare them is sort of the opposite it's the relief it's like the it's the punctuation like it's over Putting, you know so cuz you've never had someone that you were interested in completely disappear. Well, uh, the only experience I've had, I'll get to that in a second. Um, so I have had sort of an experience with that, but, um, it's not traditional. Okay. I don't know if it qualifies. You'll have to tell me. Yeah. But we'll be the judge of that. Okay. But I do. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, go ahead. I mean, I do also feel like ghosting in the most traditional sense, which is like, obviously we're interested in exploring all facets of ghosting, Indeed, but is when everything's going along smoothly and then the person just disappears. 
you know okay like i feel like if you i definitely don't have a real ghost ghosting story yeah that's fine because i understand what you're doing when you just like we're cutting off communication but then that i feel like is something different which i still think is a useful tool but what if but what if they think it's going well but you don't i mean i guess that's that's the whole thing you're the ghost then right and so i feel like i i am the ghost because i feel like a lot of times people like i just think it's a matter of of the kind of people that you're interacting with like i've had a lot of friends um and also men that i've dated who just are just like just there's something wrong with them and like i'm kind of like like they're like kind of like oh everything's fine and i'm like no it's not and then it's like they don't understand when you try to talk about like the problems and you're a self-preserving ghost Ghosting for self-preservation. Thank you. That's that. That's exactly what I'm saying. And also, that's I, the word preserve, com- self-preserving. I yes. completely understand where Survival. you're coming from. I completely understand where you're coming <laughs> from because it does, I think, have to do with there's when people have are emotionally dysfunctional in some way mm-hmm. or just exactly a certain personality type or maybe they're obsessive or they just don't understand like mm-hmm. a no is a no is a no. Mm-hmm. Yes. Then yeah, sometimes you have to ghost. Yeah. To protect yourself. And I think this yeah. is a very, this, on a very yeah. special episode <laughs> of ghosted stories. Yeah. Yeah. So it, like, I just feel like, that I like, sense. I like to talk about the philosophy of it because I feel okay. like it's never a black and white episode. I mean, um, issue. Issue. So tell <laughs> Wait, okay. So yeah. Tell so us the, your story then. Well, okay. So like the only real story, I guess, as far as like, um, creating this opinion that I have or, um, is I was in a relationship for seven years. Wow. It was a very transformative time in my life. Like was, how old? to how old um I was in high school to like yeah like 25 or whatever oh wow, wow. so that's yeah. so much happens in your life then. so like much. everything happens yes. all the formative years and yeah and he the was wonder year. he was very yeah and and it was just <laughs> very he had do? a lot <laughs> he had a lot of issues like uh, and it ended up being an abusive relationship so oh, babe, yeah it's oh, okay yeah no no it's okay but uh but it was a really just intense experience for so many reasons can but, i ask how you guys met yeah. you don't have to give oh, obviously we any just grew up want to give but we just grew up together grew up together okay, yeah but um yeah he just had a lot of issues and um so so basically long story short uh we were together for a long time it was really dysfunctional it was really horrible and you know we got out of it but it was like our lives were so intertwined at that point as you as you can imagine and so there were so many people who knew both of us and I was very secretive about like how bad things were because I didn't want people to worry about me um and I was embarrassed I think that's also a huge part of it that's pretty common yeah. And so um, finally, when when the whole thing ended, you know, he wanted to kind of get back together. And if not get back together, he just wanted to continue having contact with me. And it was right. really hard. It was really hard because I wanted to go on with my life. Right. And so um, I, in a sense, we, we definitely were broken up, but he thought it was OK to continue talking and fight and whatever else. And Do you think I he thought that there was hope of getting back together or was it just like, I he think so. Yeah. He wanted to feel like he was still controlling you by like, I'll still get her to respond. I think so. I think he did think it was going to continue. And like, I, if you don't want to go into too much detail, oh, yeah, obviously yeah. you don't have to, yeah, but okay. sort of like, how did it end? Did you end it? Did he end it? Was it just sort of a, I ended it. I mean, I feel like what was interesting is, um, I think the entire last year of our relationship, I was telling him like, it's ending. Like, just so right. you know, it's ending. Like I was kind of like, I gave like, you know, I feel like we were at the point like I'm I'm a very loyal person and even if yeah. things are really horrible like I'm the kind of person I'll stick in there so like I feel like there was even a part where I was like maybe we can go to you know couples counseling sure. I don't know which yeah. is so crazy for like a 23 year old to think but no, I was like but of course like you said you want to like, I wanted things to so work totally so but he was very much like no I don't care and so Ugh. I kind of gave him a heads up like hey this is ending you know mm-hmm. and then finally it, it did and I was like okay I'm leaving and um also my, living my, together yes and but the, there was so many things happening at this time that I definitely feel like life was like the universe was kind of taking me away because my sister was in the hospital she was um my nephew was premature so my my sister was in the hospital and it was like this very dramatic time for my family so I went to be with my family which in a sense took me away from the relationship so it was like that's good yeah looking back it was totally like perfect timing it's exactly what needed to happen but I felt like yeah it's over it needs to end like this drama needs to end in my life so I definitely you know, he wanted to continue talking and, and after I had moved away and all this stuff and moved on with my life and, uh, I did, I kind of like ghosted him 
or I tried. It's like I tried ghosting him and it was like kind of difficult. I mean, because I feel like when someone's in that headspace, it kind of doesn't matter if you. Yeah. Stop. Like he was just obsessive. And yeah, so he was just going to continue obsessing person. for forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What kind of stuff would he text you? Like um, or calling or. Yeah. Just kind of like, you know, we need to talk. I don't know. It was yeah. just kind of like, I can't even remember now. It was like. But it's but, like at that stage, it's like I offered therapy, even though I'm 23 years old. Yeah, absolutely. And now you want to talk. Right, like right, you right. weren't willing to do what needed to be done. Right. And so, and, and it was hard. It was hard for so many reasons just because, you know, you, you do, you have a lot of the same friends and all that stuff. So I had to cut him off. And I also had to cut out people in my life who were mutual friends just because some of them were more his friends than my friends. And it was like, there was that line in the sand, you yeah. know what I mean? And that was really hard for me, but I felt like it was really important. And I felt yeah, like, totally. and, and important for him too, you know, like if you want to have a good life, like you have to like, you have to start you have to start from a healthy place you have to start over like this is not good like you know what I mean like we had reached the finish line like it's over it's done um so yeah so I feel like that that to me is like when people when I hear about ghosting we talk about ghosting to me it just sounds like a clean break yeah and I'm like even if it's like uncomfortable I'm like I feel like in some cases that can be really good like yeah Mm -hmm. you know like start from like a good place where people you know like totally that person like at least you know like I felt I basically felt like from from my perspective I'm like hey like I'm I'm not playing games with you like right it's it's done you know what I mean like I'm not like because I feel like the opposite too with like if I was like him like he would be dating someone and I'd be like hey like when I talk like I'm not like that you know what right. I mean like if I'm talking to you like I'm interested right if I'm not talking to you then I'm not and right. I just feel like so so to me I'm like I guess that's why I think about it as being a potentially positive thing because that was my experience. I felt like I was ghosting. Yeah. You know, I felt, yeah. In a sense. I was a self-preserving ghost. What (laughs) actually happened that, I mean, so do you just finally quit trying? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, after a long time, I mean, it was sort of. How long is a long time? I mean, like year, like uh, years. I mean, because it was like. Years? Yeah. Because I feel like, well, I feel like there would be like long periods of like nothing and then something and um yeah do you know right if he like got into another relationship or if he's in I don't one know now? I don't yeah. know I hope so I mean I that's I hope I, I, like I think everyone deserves love and yeah. happiness you know right. what I mean like I'm not um yeah so I, I that was my hope my hope was that he would just like move on and hopefully get healthy I think he went to therapy oh interesting I think yeah. had you ever told him to go to therapy oh yes oh yes um, and he didn't when we were together, but I mean, I'm one of those people, like, I think everybody should be in therapy. Oh, yes. I mean, hallelujah. Me yeah. too. Yeah. Amen. It doesn't matter. I mean, and I know people who have been, have had horrible childhoods and some people ha- had, you know, wonderful childhoods, but we all have issues. We right. all have issues. Yeah. So nobody gets out of childhood unscathed. Exactly. It's like we're all seven year olds dancing in the rain and then. <sighs> hell hits you it's so true and then you come out you're 25 and you need to see talk to somebody about it <laughs> so true. but it's it universal yeah. and it whatever the things that happen to you in your childhood because like nobody's perfect nobody can have a perfect life yes. right. they're gonna revisit you yes oh yeah eventually yes right so you best take care of them now yeah before right. they really like you know because yeah. if it's when you have kids they rear up or when your kids leave the houses when they rear up or oh, yeah you don't yeah. know. Yeah, no, I just feel like kids are like so sensitive too. You know, it's like they're just these. And I don't know how much time you spent with kids, but you watch them and you're just like, oh I was God. one once. Anyway, <laughs> but it, when I you watch them as them. an adult, like if you, because I was a nanny for a long time, like if you hang out with kids, like as an adult, like you forget, like kind of what it like you watch them and you forget you forgot like how how things affect them right like you kind of like if you spend a time with a kid like you can watch them develop issues just over in something not even a yeah. not even a big deal like a movie or like um the I remember this little girl I nanny for she saw like a woman fall on her bicycle and she was so upset about it and her oh. dad was like so awesome because he like made a story he made a song about it <laughs> it was like the bike okay oh it was like the bicycle lady got a boo-boo or whatever it was like <laughs> but like and then she sang the song and it like made her feel better but I was like that's awesome because she definitely I feel like was very she was very traumatized yeah Yeah. but I feel like that's all you can do like as a parent is just be like my kid's gonna have issues like the best thing I can do is just like talk to them right about it and um have them talk to somebody else at well yes I mean not maybe as a child but I feel like but like when you're a certain age you'll know when it's time to well yeah because you have to separate from your parents so that's also a big part of it like I feel like you know 
there's also a problem with being too close to parents, you know, right. like telling them everything. And, right. Um, but yeah, I just, and I think it's interesting with this idea of therapy. Like, I feel like the baby boomer generation, there was like all this like, like, um, shame about getting help. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And now I feel like a lot of like people, my parents age, I feel like now are getting therapy, but growing up, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, totally. growing up, I don't remember our parents like talking about like therapy. Talking about therapy. Yeah, no. no, but like everybody my age is in therapy. You know, it's funny. Mm-hmm. I was talking to you because I just started going to see my therapist again. Shout out to Dr. Rachel. I've already said this to you, but I just like to imagine that she's Rachel Green. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah. There's no way out of it. Because, because Rachel is a little because bit Because if Rachel, Rachel Green was a therapist, she would totally call herself Dr. Rachel. She'd yeah. be like, I'm Dr. Dr. Rachel. <laughs> she is a little bit Rachel Green in a way. <laughs> but like in a not no shade to Rachel Green. I love Rachel Green. But like in a non, uh, in a, I mean, it is a compliment. So I think there are, I mean, there are some uh, maybe non-complimentary things about the character of Rachel Green. Yeah, well, but Dr. mostly Rachel, she was a narcissist. She was, but uh, Dr. Rachel has all the positive fault. qualities of, of Rachel Green. <laughs> it was her it weird parents and all of her strange sisters. She only exactly. saw for three episodes yeah. at a time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but um, uh, I was, so I just started going back to therapy again. And one of my best friends and oldest friends from childhood, she's a like psychologist school psychologist she's a professor of psychology and fancy lady i know she's so fancy how smart what a nice (laughs) friend to have right i oh my god i constantly i'm like okay so help me diagnose this person she's like well Uh, but (laughs) i'm not allowed to do that i'll lose my license but here's what i would say But she was, I said, oh, I'm on, she's like, what are you doing? I'm like, oh my God, I'm on my way to see my therapist. I'm so excited. She's like, oh wow, that's something I don't hear people say ever. And I was like, how funny is that? Because I feel like here in New York City, she lives in in Pennsylvania, like kind of Pittsburgh-ish area. And I'm like, I feel like in New York, like... Uh, like babe, if yeah. you don't mind me saying, like yes, your therapist thanks. recently moved, you yes. find a new one that was like traumatizing. Ooh, so yes. I feel like here we're like beholden to it. Like our therapists yes. are like our best friends. Absolutely. It's so funny to hear someone else outside of New York City's perspective of like people hate going to therapy or something. Like I'm it's just a thinking chore. right now of like what? all of my friends who I know their therapists, and I'm like so. Like what did Horowitz say about this or something right. like? Oh yeah, yeah. Everybody's in, and I and now I'm realizing that's like very strange that it's like, how's your sister? How's your therapist? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yeah. No, it's like a very important. It's part a very of our important lives. relationship. Oh, I can't. I'm so glad Dr. Rachel's back in my life. I know. I'm so happy. For shout you. out to Dr. Oh, Rachel. Shout out to Dr. Oh, Rachel. Dr. Rachel. She's giving me the the deep discount because my insurance fucking sucks. That's awesome. So yeah, that's know. the best. Is when you feel taken care of. She's too. the best. Um, anyways, but yeah. Anyway, so yeah. So I had that experience and. Um, uh, and I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like it informed a, a sort of an appreciation for this idea of ghosting, even though, totally. but it's my limited experience with it from very, in a very objective point of view. No, but it's a good perspective. The only, thank you. The only time I feel like I've ever really been ghosted was I was thinking about it and I was like, yeah, I guess when I was online dating, I was, it was, uh, I was okay cupiding for a while. When was this? I mean, it was right. I think it was right before I moved here. So I feel like it was 20... 2010 2011 okay um but I was in Chicago briefly between LA and here and um you know it's just like kind of online dating and just seeing how it how it works and I met a guy and I liked him at first I mean he was like a doctor and he seemed really smart and cool I mean in retrospect, I don't know how cool he was, but I was just excited. <laughs> I was definitely excited. I'm, he's a doctor. I'm in Chicago. This is e- real life ER. This is going to be amazing. Right. No, exactly. He's, and my he's friend, a person. And one of my best friends, you know, she's married to a surgeon. So it's like, I'm just thinking like, oh, everything's, everything's falling into place. Yeah. Like whatever. But um, yeah, I just, I felt like it, I felt like it was going well. And then um, I felt, I, I sort of felt like maybe I couldn't quite read it. I mean, I was like my, it was like really my first time being single, like since I was like a child pretty right. much. So I didn't really know, but, um, I had these expectations that things were going to go well. And, um, he said that he was going to call me or whatever. And then, uh, he didn't. And I, I guess that's ghosting. Um, it is, but I mean, but how many times did you went out? We just went out once and then okay. we were, yeah. And we were talking online and he just kind of, yeah, just kind of like went fell into yeah. the ether. Oh, that's and, ghosting. I was ghosting and then <laughs> and then but like I barely knew him and in retrospect he did talk about how he really loved the Kardashians a lot so I feel like <laughs> maybe I don't know what he was trying to tell me kind of like you're not my type like I don't know like I like socialize did, I don't did know. you feel like did you I even like did you, social yeah I don't know I love Chicago, the Kardashians P.S. Oh, yeah I love yeah 
<laughs> it's true. Did you like make out of them the night or anything? It was really weird because he was very like affectionate with me, but we didn't kiss. Like he was very kind of like touchy. I still don't understand. I don't really understand what happened. But then I went out with another guy and I wasn't that upset about it. Like I was like, sure. whatever, it's fine. Um, but then I was, I was just really excited to be dating. And then I went out with another guy who was super nice and was like, definitely wanted to see me again, was texting me like immediately. And I was really not feeling it. And I, I ghosted him, but I, that's, I felt like that was, (laughs) but I felt like that was so instant. Like I didn't know how to be like, well, that's a, why didn't you just say like, Hey, I don't think this is working out. I I think, but see, looking back, I think those two things happened within like almost the same week or within so maybe, days. I think I just thought, oh, you, is this how this works? So like you I learned. Stop you, talking when you're done. You learned about yeah. habit from I think the I, doctor. I think I did, yeah. I think I was just you're like, like, oh, I guess we just, and maybe that's what, that, what all of this comes down to is maybe like just be, bad habits beget bad habits. That's not the correct, correct usage of that word, but it's like, yeah, bad habits create bad habits, which create it's bad like habits. Like a virus, I was like also, a ghosting virus. Yeah. yeah, and I also realized too when I when I think back to that time, you know, I was like, I was just like in such an emotional place, and I don't even think I fully felt my feelings too. Yeah. You know what I mean? It was just like such a weird place, and I felt like I was still reeling from a very bad relationship, yeah. and so I feel like I just wasn't really, I don't know. I just I was just trying my best to. Yeah, like not hurt people's feelings, but also maybe I was mad at men a little bit and maybe yeah. just didn't want, I don't know. Like I just didn't want to, he was, he was nice. I mean, I, it's not like he was like an amazing guy. He was just like a what, he was like, whatever. Like he was right. like, he was nice, but, um, but it's still no like, matter what, but what if I had said like, what if I just had said like, oh, you know, I, it's not going to work out. Like, I feel like that would have hurt his feelings. I feel like. Well, why? Sure. Yeah. But why it w- didn't have to, you wouldn't need to say yeah. like, you, uh, seem like a dud. So I'm yeah. not going to waste my time anymore. Right. But you could just say like, Hey, my situation changed. My situation yeah. changed, which is the, which see, is a great I, one. That is a good one. See, my situation I, changed. I just didn't know. I just didn't, I was just, I just plain did not know. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't have the language. At did that you time. feel weird not responding? Um, well, I think because I had been kind of like ghosted, ghosted before, I, I literally thought at the time, like, this okay. is how it works with right. online dating. Like right. I was just like, well, you know, right. and also because these weren't like real relationships, they were just like, little yeah, dates. sure. You know, I just didn't. I actually also think if you, so you guys hadn't moved to like text, you're just messaging on whatever app. Mm, yeah. Oh, see that to me, I actually feel like that is sort of different. Oh, okay. I feel like you can kind of blow people off on the app so that's what if that's you haven't right. moved to texting i think there's a difference oh, yeah. there oh, oh yeah. i had it even one if time, you've yeah. gone out i feel like if you're still just like talking on the app it's like yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah see that's how that's Is i would that a weird opinion? i would agree with that. no i think that's uh, that happened to me once where i was before pat obviously but i was like dating some like pat, I, tune out now <laughs> close your ears um earmuffs <laughs> no, I went on like a very innocent date with a guy that I met on OkCupid. It was fine. Like we didn't kiss or anything at the end of the night. But I was also like had a very open mind when I was dating and online dating that I'm like, I'll just meet somebody. And then if I hang out with somebody for three hours and then it's an experience and then we're, I'm done. Right. Yeah. And I sort of knew that halfway through that there was no sparks. But also it's like I just like people. So it was like just a chance yeah. to like talk to another human. It's That's always cool. fun. That's how I felt at the I time. Agree. I was literally just going on dates. I mean, it wasn't even I, yeah. I was. Yeah, I wasn't planning on you even finding like, I need the to one. Find my husband. No, I yeah. was literally just like, I want to hang out people. with people. Yeah. Like, yeah. give me some warm bodies totally. to hang out with. Like, that's all I wanted because I was totally. And but it's weird because I'm glad you brought that up because it's been so long. I feel like it's been so long since I was on online dating, dating, and so I forgot how it works. But yeah, yeah. I feel like if you're talking on those apps, I mean, you're pro- you're probably constantly talking yeah. to people. I don't always respond. I mean, I, I don't know if I've ever not responded to someone if I went out with them once, okay. but for sure, if we're just like back and forth bantering and I'm kind yeah. of over it or they're being weird. I'm oh, like, no, Bye. but this guy, we had each other's phone numbers and then he went back to the app to contact me to ask me out again. That's oh. kind of weird. And I was like, oh, we've moved on. Yeah. Like, right. We don't do this anymore. Like yeah. you have my phone number. Like, yeah. let's. Yeah. That's weird. Be like people. And then I was like, oh, I'm not responding to that because like you don't know basic social mores. Then I texted him accidentally in the middle of the night because he had the same name as my roommate at the time. Oh, I remember you telling me that. And my roommate was like having a party and I was like so woken up in the middle of the night. I was so pissed and I said such like cruel things to who I thought was my roommate. And then the next morning, the guy was just like, I don't know what I did, but I'm so sorry. Oh my God. 
my god and i was like oh my god no i like keep the same name as my roommate and i was trying to yell at my roommate <laughs> and he was like oh, okay he sounds like an asshole and i was like he is <laughs> oh my god anyway yeah sidebar but yeah yeah no i um but yeah no i just i feel like so i guess that does that does qualify as uh as, as, That's ghosting. as ghosting and the and i feel like it is very you know it's very like um digital age which i feel like is you know is the, totally. the time for ghosting um yeah but do you think because i understand then your stance on like ghosting for self-preservation mm-hmm. but do you think i don't think it's ideal or also but i, I don't think want it is to do ideal it. or i think i think in the instances that you're describing yeah. it is ideal and in yeah. some instances the only way to go about it but what about in terms of like um if you go out on a date two or three times with a person and they're right. trying to contact you again. No, I definitely feel like if you can communicate, I think that's like, that's, that's good. Right. I, d- I definitely feel like people deserve that, especially if you can sense that the other person like really likes you or something like right. that. Um, yeah, I definitely think it's just nice too. And there are probably good ways and, and like, I, I guess it's just that a lot of people are just scared. They don't know what to say, so they don't say anything. Right. So I feel like, but if you can say, you know, just muster the words of just like, hey, it's not going to work out. Like, you're great. Or let's be friends. Even if you don't want to be friends. Like, right. just say, let's be friends. No, I don't think, don't oh. say be friends if you don't want to be friends. Okay. Okay. Because I feel like then you're holding something out for them and they're like, oh, maybe then we'll be friends. And then maybe it'll grow right. something more. Like, that's true. You guys will be like friend zone. Like, right. and then I'll work my I'll way work in. Out, yeah. yeah that's then I'm going to write a think piece for thought catalog about being friend zone. Like, <laughs> nobody needs to read that. So Agreed. I think, okay. No, so I think being honest, I think it's always good to think about like, were I to then run into this person in two months? Would yeah. I be, would I be hiding behind a wall of soda well, cans or would I be nice, talking to them? The nice thing about these guys is I don't think they would recognize me and I don't think I would recognize them. Right. I'm <laughs> so freaking like, just like, you know, such a blip on the radar. But, um, yeah, I definitely, that's a good, that's a good like test of just like, right. if I saw this person, like how would I feel based on, it's like about living with integrity. Like you right. just want to like treat people yeah. with respect, you know, treat people how you'd want to, you know, be treated. Absolutely. But, um, your question was, what um, would you do oh. now if you weren't engaged, well, like, and you were dating? I def- what do you think? Yeah, I definitely feel like I would just, like, try to communicate based on, like, you know, yeah, like, if if you if I'd been out with somebody for a while, yeah, I would definitely just be like, oh, it's not working out or whatever. And I think part of maybe um, not ghosting someone is you have to you have to deal with the, the, the risk of them maybe, like, saying something rude or whatever, you know, like... Right. Cause that happens too, where you'll be like, it's not working out, you know, and someone will just be a little, be like, well, fuck you. Or I don't know. You know what right. I mean? Like, yeah. I don't know if you've had stories like that on your podcast, but I've definitely heard them before. Totally. Um, oh yeah. That's but, that whole like Instagram, like by Philippe or like, it's yeah. just like women being like, oh no, thank you. And they're right. like, <laughs> exactly. You look like a bag of dicks or something. Yeah. It's like really <laughs> so hardcore. Like, yeah. I definitely feel like I'm just like scared of people. So I, you know, I, based on my experiences, you know, so I've had to kind of be kind of like, um, just wiggle my way out of things. But I will say that like, if you are ghosting for some kind of self-preservation reason, I feel like that's good, but I feel like there are people who would ghost for other reasons. I don't know what those would be like, cowardice cowardice, or it's a power move kind of like, I'm not even going to give you the satisfaction. Like if you're coming from that place, like that's not good. Like that's not, if you feel like you're going to be in a risky situation if you feel like somebody's going to show up at your door like you obviously your own safety and mental health is uh paramount to anything else that's happening right but if you are just like oh this will be uncomfortable and maybe they are gonna say something mean to me or maybe they're going to be sad yes it's like it's better to just like rip the band-aid off and be like this is the truth yes like you seem like a really great guy and i'm sure you're gonna make a girl really really happy i just don't think i'm that girl yeah um go with god or whatever yes. you know like have fun <laughs> right you yes. know and then there's no like oh, you- go with god is such a good like fuck you bye <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna start using that <laughs> but then it's like it's like this is over because yeah. i feel like a lot of times with women and men when they say like oh but let's stay friends yeah. and then you have to be like oh no like i didn't really want to be friends with you right or and that's exactly it's busy at work right now and then they text you in six months and like are you still bit you know what i mean yeah, it's just right. like you need to just th- we're done yeah and then that's not ghosting because it's like 
ghosting, I think, happens when it's just like out of the clear blue sky, right. somebody disappears. Yes. And I feel like if you've told somebody like, for whatever reason, this is, I don't feel like this is going to work out. Then that's it's then you aren't owed anyone anything after that point. Yes. Right. Like you don't need to like sit down with them and go rehash everything. Like you've said your piece and then you're done. Right. Right. Do you think sometimes people ghost though because they're um they maybe in their mind they are leaving the door open like they're not sure they're like maybe I'll come oh, back. Oh yeah, to this. we've talked about this, okay, and that's why like but the intentions of it are so different. But they're wrong. That's right. I don't understand that idea. It's like if you close the door and you respect the person enough to be like, here's why I'm cutting this off. Yeah. I think that actually allows the door to be open again. Whereas if you just ghost, you kind of are like disrespecting the person. And then if they come back, you're like, but I think even guys that I've talked to offline outside this podcast are like, yeah, well it's like, you know, guys just want their options to be open. I'm like, right. But by saying, Hey, this is done for now is actually leaving your options open, just ignoring the girl and making her feel like a fucking dumbass and like oh, absolutely. hurting her feelings. Yeah. By not responding, well, not giving say, her the respect yeah. of giving her the reason why you're not in communication anymore. Uh-huh. That is closing the door definitively. It's so interesting that people would have that. Pers- I mean, it makes well, sense. I think God, like people want to be like, oh, they still want me. Yeah. They would see it as almost like playing a game. Yeah. It's like really the hatred burns so bright for that person. Right. Right. Stage. Wow. Right. Well, that's Yeah. I guess that in that respect, then I'm only pro ghosting from the other side, (laughs) because if someone is going to try to burn you with ghosting, you know what I mean? And they're coming from it, from it with that kind of malicious intent, then, then that's still good because it's like, well, good. That person's crazy. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think, cause I definitely feel like it's uh, like if they're trying to play with you or something, that's not good. Yeah. So you shouldn't, you shouldn't. I mean, that is the moral of the story. Like anyone who goes to you is not somebody you actually want to be with. Yeah. That would make our podcast that this is the last episode of our podcast yeah. and we've learned the lesson. But <laughs> thank you guys for joining us. It's um, been a really been fun great. time. But I think, you know, I, there is hurt about it. And that's sort of like why we're talking because I feel like everyone reacts to it a little bit differently. Yeah. And we definitely want to sort of like dispel all the myths about it's it. Very but. interesting. I mean, really, honestly, I mean, I didn't even know I had so much to say about ghosting. I never you really, knew yeah. Because I don't, because like I said, I, don't, I didn't really think I like had a traditional ghosting story, but I had, I definitely have opinions about it. And, uh, <laughs> and I have, I like that it doesn't I slow dabbled. you down. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I do not need to be knowledgeable about this to have opinions. No, but, um, no, but I just feel like, you know, we, we all have experiences in, in some regard and like we all experience, you know, rejection. So totally. it's like, um, and, and so because of this podcast, I was thinking a lot about, um, like the ghosting examples in pop culture. Oh, I'm very excited. For Go this. on. Okay. This is well, going to be grand. There's one that is Adele. Hello. Um, you know, I, I don't know if, I, again, I mean, you'll have to be the judge of it. Uh, if you think it counts oh as ghosting, but, it but that's why like she puts she, her art out there for us to judge. Yeah. Right. Um, <laughs> I, it sort of sounds like she has been ghosted. Yeah. Okay. Expand. Uh, well, just the lyrics of, uh, you know, I must have called a thousand times. And yeah. uh, there's actually several of her songs where, it, like, she'll talk about kind of like you left or like, I don't know where you are. Right. You know, so I guess it's maybe her whole catalog <laughs> has hints of ghosting. Being ghosted. And yeah. I don't I don't know the story of, you know, that relationship that she wrote. Are a lot both of her, of her albums about the same relationship? I've wondered the same thing. She has three. three. I don't she know. She has three albums? Yeah. Okay, well, her last one and this one. I think her most recent one is about, like, the her baby and then the guy that she's with still. Right. Yeah, oh, and there's, really? a lot of, yeah, there, there's a lot of happy songs about love. But what I mean, about, not, like, hello, yeah, though. not hello, not, not, not hello. send my love Those to feelings are, oh, that is such a good song. It's, it's so a good. really good it's song. It's so good, oh yeah. Oh, my God, I just, like, had a little moment with it in my mind as you mentioned it. No, but I think those feelings are always there. Like yeah. I can access every time like a man has hurt me like that. Like if you're right. like write a breakup song album, even though I'm in a very happy relationship, I'd be like, let's go girls. Absolutely. Right. Start writing. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't be surprised if it was about the same person just because you can look at it from different angles. Totally. And, like, yeah. Um, 
but I, but yeah, so that was just one of her songs, but a few of her songs I think could possibly be in the ghosting category. Another song that I heard on the radio today that I was like, <laughs> this song is totally about ghosting is, um, that someone I used to know. <gasps> oh yeah. Oh, completely. Isn't that? It's like, and Gautier. I, yeah, Gautier. What happened to him? What happened to he Gautier? ghosted us. Gautier, <laughs> he ghosted you, the listening public. Why did you ghost us? Or what? we ghosted him. Wonder ghost. <laughs> I feel. I feel like. I feel like we've been ghosted because that song was freaking huge, and then I yeah. didn't hear anything from him again. Because yeah, it's him, cheated. and then it's a woman, right? Yes. Yes, I think. So is Gautier just him? Or is yeah, it who go- ghosted who in the song? Well, I, I'm, um, he says, uh, you know, you, you cut me off and you know, right. it's like, now I'm just a stranger to you. Yeah. Oh, right. So it's like, he paints this picture where you feel like he's still seeing this person in the world, but she's acting like he's nothing, but right. they had all this history and like, right. Right. Or so I'm like, right. Right. Now you're yeah. just somebody I used to know. It's like, it's very, yeah, it's like sad but it feel I feel like the reason it was such a big hit was because I guess it was catchy but also I think <laughs> I think the subject matter was uh relevant, relevant yeah. totally because people do feel like you you're with somebody and then you just like see them on Facebook and you're like Should, oh hey remember when we were together like it's so awkward Gautier reach out to us if you want to cut a deal of being the theme song yeah. to Ghosted Stories yeah you need oh, to get Gautier song. oh my god he'd be so great or Adele, and, or Adele yeah. obviously Adele Adele's not busy right now though no no no, no, no. email us Ghosted Stories come to Astoria Adele we have red wine <laughs> I actually really, I just have so many ideas for you guys. I really feel like you guys should have like a ghosting stories, like party and play like <gasps> ghosting music. Oh my God. Like, I love this We'll need idea. more than two songs or it's going to be an eight minute party. Oh no, I can, I can definitely come up with okay. a bunch of ones. Yeah. Cause I feel like it's, it's, uh, it's a concept that has existed. I mean, I just feel like it's like, it's really, it has to do with digital, the digital age, but I feel like it's a concept that I think we could find. Totally. What happened in, in sex in the city? With burger. Yes. Oh my god. Have you guys talked about that? No. no. We okay. haven't talked about pop culture at all. No, we well, haven't. Now let me let me do help it. you do Let's that. Let's go um, in. Yeah. yeah, no, burger, totally. Yeah, no, that was and I feel like she was very devastated. Give the context a little bit for people who don't know. Oh yeah. Please. Who are you? Well, number one, who are you? Number two, walk, don't run. Why are you listening go. to this and go? And if you're one of those people who like is really has a badge of honor about not watching Sex in the City, get off your high horse but and watch a show. Anyway, horse. so watch what happened show. was it was in like the last season, I think, of the show. And Carrie, Sarah Jessica Parker, a queen to us all, was dating this guy who seemed perfect, Ron Livingston, and his beautiful jaw. And very beautiful jaw. They. And everything was great. And then all of a sudden, he just left her a post-it note that said, like, I'm sorry, I can't burger. Well, that's he what broke I was say, up with her on, on a, a post-it. post-it. But see, yeah. does a post-it... I mean, post-it's almost more I, formal it, now than what people do now. True. You know? You can show your friends the post-it. Right. Check this out. A post-it is like a handwritten text. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah. It's like an analog text. <laughs> but yeah no she was very understandably like devastated and yeah. like super disturbed because it was creepy like i feel like watching it made me feel like creepy i heard um like an interview with one of the writers and they basically they asked them about that like why oh. they did that and they were basically like burger was too perfect for her and yeah. they knew they wanted to end with her being with mr big and they're like yeah. so how can we get rid of him oh and i I feel like it was oh, so perfect too because he was a writer. I mean, the only rift they really had between them was the fact that they're both writers. So it was like he was, he was too perfect, but like he was he was neurotic. Yeah, well, he was like jealous of her when she had success. Exactly. Right. Which you know. And so yeah, and so All I feel like ri- scribbling on a post-it note is kind of like perfect, where it's sort of mm-hmm. like he's he just wasn't you know romantic enough. Like you know what I mean? It was just like, like he couldn't even be. Uh, yeah. Right. He it, it was just like he had to just be like really lame and like weird about it. Like right. a weirdo writer. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Had to be a weirdo writer about it. <laughs> but yeah, but, yeah, but I just feel like cuz we're big, big is like frustrating also, but big is Oh, like, he's the oh. But he's so opposite her, uh, you know, he, where he's They like, deserved each other though cuz she was also the worst. She kind I of agree. was also the worst. Yeah. 
yeah they what else do you have for oh, pop okay. culture stuff oh, so i mean I, I could talk about sex and city for oh, another three hours yeah, but me too i think there's probably other ghosting episodes too or the things that could allude to ghosting i don't know but um i remember ta- maybe i didn't talk about this in i think i talked about this actually in the very first episode that there was an episode of sex and city i think season one where they talked about i mean they didn't call it ghosting but it was like someone they talked about this guy who just like disappeared or never called back or whatever and it's like yeah, ghosting has always been happening. We just finally came I mean, up with yeah. a cute name for it. Right. Um, also, I was thinking, because <laughs> you were you were asking, or you were talking about how you were looking for, um, you know, people, who, like, how, how ghosting could potentially end in, like, a happy ending or something like that. I don't know. We had talked about that. but Like bringing people back together? Yeah, or I, I think you, or no, I, or maybe that was me. You, <laughs> you had said that you were interested in talking to a couple. In yeah. The, you know. We want to reunite. Guys, get at us if you will let us contact your ghost. Okay, we're well, so I have that. Yeah. I have an example of a couple that, that ghosts each other, but it worked out. What? And it's from the movie The Notebook. Oh my god! Because they well, that they, was unintentional. Though her mother hid the letters and the but thing. They, but that's what I'm saying. They thought they were being ghosted, but they oh. weren't. It was a misunderstanding. Ghosted. I mean, this doesn't really count. But it's it's just, I ghosting. thought it was funny. I thought it was just like funny to imagine like they both thought they were being ghosted. That's such a good point too. Other. Yeah. Sometimes you just you think you're being ghosted, but you're but your evil just, mother is hiding, hiding the letters because he's just like sometimes, a poor yeah. townie. Yeah. Sometimes just. <laughs> just male problems you guys sometimes you know sometimes it's ghosting and sometimes it's a federal fraud (laughs) sometimes it's a felony but i just i don't know i just wonder i wonder i wonder if like that movie because i feel like that movie is like so important to so many people like maybe maybe it planted seeds of this idea (gasps) that if you don't hear from someone maybe like they're gonna come they're gonna come meet you in the rain and like kiss you the amount of mental gymnastics that i've gone through with girlfriends who have are in the midst of being ghosted that I'm like, oosh. I think you just don't want to talk to you. She's having, yeah. yeah, Like she's having a notebook fantasy and you're like, no, this is not happening. Oh yeah. You're like, well, his brother's in town and then he left and then he like needs a week to recover from his brother being in town. And then like, you know, work is tough because he's a, you know, he's a, an accountant and like June isn't normally busy for accountants, but like for him it is. It's just like, and you're like, really no, it's busy not that. June. You're like, girl, it's, no, it's, yeah, let it go. You're fine. Yeah. <laughs> he's and not, I, he's not, no, he's not building you a house right now. Like <laughs> just, just let it go. He's not, you're not a swan. He's not a swan. Also PS, I do feel like when he built her the house, I thought that was creepy. I'm just going to say it. Like I That's felt like that was kind of like, you didn't have to like buy a, You didn't have to like build a house. You know right. what I'm saying? Also, kind of jumping the gun. Also, Toby and Pretty Little Liars storyline where he builds a house. Who are these construction workers with all this disposable income? Oh, yeah. Noah built it all by himself. No, he didn't. (laughs) He did. He grew a beard and he built a house. (laughs) And then he had like a lady live in the house. Didn't he? Oh, yeah. We had a girl. Is that when he was living in the house? No, that was before. He had, yeah, he had a girl. He had like a friends with Ben's. Friends with Ben's. <laughs> who, who conveniently like loved Benz. Allie. She was like, she's so amazing. You know, she wasn't like, whatever. Guys, that's my cat weird. Tanuki is here. He has some things to say. He's getting up on the mic. Tanuki, know, he, did, he just wants the candy and the whiskey. He's so cute. I wish you all could see him. He's just so Tanuki cute. loves candy and whiskey. He's like the cutest little cat you could imagine. He's and the yeah. cutest little butthole. So the cutest little butthole. Um, I loved the the appearance of his butthole on, on my Snapchat. Snapchat. Follow me nice. at the Chelsea White <laughs> on Snapchat for all the cat butthole snaps. Oh. <laughs> Exclusive butthole Exclusive snaps. Butthole. Thought your socks on the chair, Aaron, or whoever socks are mine, was my cat. They're but white, they're not their socks. No. It goes to show I just think and just as much of my cat as I do as a pair of rolled up The amount of cat times. appearances that happen in this podcast is really amazing. Yes. Well, he's a big, he's, he's my a child, Aaron. Of, he's a big part of, yeah. he's my fucking son. <laughs> if only. It's my son you're talking about. <laughs> no, says. I love him. I love him more than anything in the world. You do love him. I wish I could have a cat or a dog of my own. But your damn boyfriend, Pat, who's yeah. listening... If He's any of you allergic. know Pat Stango, I want you to text him right now. Leo is allergic also. Oh, <laughs> Pat pretends to be allergic. <laughs> I don't think it's real. <laughs> Pat, we see you. Yeah. And whenever I'm like, let's get a dog. He's like, well, let's get a house first. And I'm like, Ugh. <laughs> oh, man. You the should just get a house dog. Yeah, counter. you should get like a little teeny dog. A hairless dog. A hairless he's cat. Not, he's not allergic to dogs. A like, seal. A seal. Something hairless. 
No, he's not allergic to dogs, though. Oh, oh but, you, but he wants it for a house because you have more room. Yeah, because he's like, I don't want to have to, like, walk it. He doesn't like, like, having to come home if we're out or something. But so I'm he like, doesn't really want a dog. No, he doesn't want a dog at all. <laughs> I want a dog. I um, think you can still get one. I know. I might just have to ambush dogs. I'm just going to get Pat, you Pat, stop one. listening again because I'm <laughs> laying down some plans. <laughs> we said too much. <laughs> Babe, thank you so much for coming and talking about ghosting. Thank you so You're much for having me. and a treasure. Oh, you guys I feel amazing. like this is very interesting, unique perspective. Thank you. If you guys have any pop culture things that you've noticed, oh, yeah. tweet at us. Ghosted stories at ghosted stories or email us ghosted stories podcast at Gmail. Also, if you're, um, you know, Adele or Gautier or Nicholas yeah. Sparks and, you know, you want to be on the All podcast. All three big listeners for sure. Yeah. I know that they listen. So just don't be shy. Hit us <laughs> yeah. up. Um, follow Babe at oh, yeah. Babe Parker. At Babe Parker. I'm on Twitter and Instagram on Snapchat. It's all the same. All, all Babe Parker. All Babe Parker. Very all good. All Babe Parker all the time on all platforms. <laughs> and if you guys also have ghosted stories, just please email us. Ghosted stories podcast at Gmail. Uh, and we'll talk about them in future episodes stories yeah. if you just have questions concerns comments opinions feelings yeah just any types of feelings yeah. about if you really want to anything. make us like a finger painting like we'll describe <laughs> it to the people yeah i'll hang it on my refrigerator <laughs> it'll be great we'll instagram it oh i would love to receive a finger painting in the mail Ooh. wouldn't that just be the cat's pajamas or what if it was a finger scary. painting Gee of cats and dogs? A little bit scary, but also lovely. <laughs> um, you guys, you're the best. Thank you, babe. Thank and you. we will see you guys next week. Boo. Boo.